Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Jun Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Andy and I are back. It's another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well after whatever that was yesterday evening. Although, if you go by People and Zaghi's account, you would have thought that was one of the most entertaining footballing affairs that you had ever seen in your entire life. However, those of us who sniff glue uh we were provided with a very boring affair you had one team who had 71 percent of the possession you had the other team who looked like they were playing for promotion from Serie Chi. you and i both thought that roma would i won't say hammer benevento but we both expected a victory and then when you factor in as you mentioned in the previous episode the fact that napoli was playing atalanta You had Milan drop points in the derby against Inter. As boring and as mind-numbingly painful yesterday was to watch, I think the biggest thing that I take from this is essentially it's a lost opportunity. Yep, this is uh, this was a huge opportunity. I said it before, this had to be a win. I still maintain that this had to be a win and um you cannot rely on you know on a penalty in on in the 95th minute against against 10 men Benovento um and then just to see it co- be called offside you know that's that's no valid excuse you, what you had to do was was win no matter what and um and so now uh, you have to make up for this game Like Pellegrini said in his Instagram post, you have to make up this game by winning against Milan. Like, there is no escaping that. I will get worried if you don't win against Milan because um, this game was for the taking because your opponents had dropped points and it was crucial to get this win. And to me... This game, for example, a, a, a loss of two points right here against Benevento, for me, that's that's much more devastating than, you know, g- getting annihilated by Atalanta or Napoli. Right now, I couldn't care less about those games. I, I, I care about yesterday, about the two drop points, which, which would have made a huge difference going into this Milan game. Because now you have to make up for it. There is, there is just no escaping that. If we talk about this big match thing all of the time on here, now you have essentially forced your own hand. Now you have to win against Milan. It's a Milan, if, if we're simply going off of the eye test, I guess you would call it. They were horrible 
against Inter. Hey, they're in a crisis. If Roma were in a crisis, Milan are in a super crisis. I really don't know how to feel about this one because if we're simply going by Roma's track record in the big matches, it's not good. If we're going by Milan's recent track record, that's not good either. So you have two teams entering this match, uh, not in ideal form, I guess is the kindest way you could put it. My concern, I guess, is each of these sides has Europa League match midweek. Roma, though, they have the advantage of being up 2-0. to zero. Do you expect, though, these matches on Thursday, can they have any sort of effect on this? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm leaning more towards those Thursday's games tell a whole different story you know and um especially because this thursday it has to be a day of rest for for some of these players like has to be. because has to be. um you know one it, the, the match against benevento and people will always say you know oh but it was benevento and it was benevento but the moment that a team like roma and again this is a fragile team but they found a way to play they found the interpreters that can fulfill specific roles. And against Benevento, they didn't get to do it. Against Benevento, you had to play with Spinazzola as your center back. And instead of him, you had Bruno Perez go up the flank. And that was prime 2016-2017 slash Bruno Perez in his god-awfulness. Yeah, so ineffective. Awful. Yes. And that, cha- I mean, that changes a lot for Roma. A, a lot. Because that already puts puts your team in a whole different shape. And to have a, a, a fullback have to play as a center back um, and then have a substitute not be effective. And then play against a team like Benevento, who already by themselves specialize and sitting back because therefore yes their forwards are fucking Gianluca Lapadula um so uh, when when they lose that one player Glick goes off then you give them even more of a reason to sit back and then once Fonseca concedes to all the critics all the idiots all the loudmouths talking about having to play with two strikers and he gives in to that narrative and he lets Jeko enter the game as Borja Mayra is there. And then that clogs up even more the, the, the lane for attacking midfielders. And you basically force yourself to just play in crossing the ball into a penalty area that is filled with nine or ten uh nine or ten defenders. Um then that's that's the outcome. That's that's you 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 basically handed yourself to the opponent, and and that just shows you how fragile this Roma is. That you make those tweaks, you miss the likes of Cristante or Ibanez, uh, Kumbula. You miss Spinazzola being going up and down the left flank, and that already makes a huge difference in how your team functions. You don't give Mkhitaryan or Pellegrini enough space to to roam forward. You you will find yourself in a difficult difficult spot. And um, and so for me, 
this week, and it shows because uh, Fonseca gave you know gave a day of rest for today, and that sort of gives you an idea that the, this team is is really uh, doing a lot of work, you know, and and it's getting to them. And if you look at it, a lot of the the teams that played the Europa League and the Champions League um, didn't do well. They didn't play in a in an effective way. And Napoli lost, Milan lost. Um, we we drew, and and even in other European clubs, um, that makes a difference. At this stage in the season, that makes a difference whether you play twice a week or not. And uh, and so, to me, this this Thursday game against Braga has to be a chance to see. You know, I don't care. You know, you if you. If against Benevento we saw the likes of Juan Jesus and he immediately goes on Instagram to us, then I don't care. But at this point, just put it, put him on the Europa League. Just you know, preserve Mancini. You know, preserve Spinazzola. Don't run them into the ground um, because yeah, it's an important game and and you really don't want to see the Roma team collapse in spectacular fashion once again. But uh, now now it's the Milan game. It's it's the Milan game at all costs and you need a team that that is effective, that doesn't look tired, that knows how to find solutions, that plays the way it's supposed to play because that game yesterday, I mean, you could have played it, you know, another 10, 12 hours and would have, it, it, the the result wouldn't have changed. Um so I want to see I want to see more of El Sharawi on Thursday. I need to see Mikatarin get some rest. It has to happen at some point. And um it just right now it's crucial that everybody is more or less in good physical conditions. It's crucial to get back Cristante, to get back Kumbula. Um Cristante wanted to be there against Benevento. But ultimately, couldn't make it. So I'm I'm expecting these guys, some of these guys, to come back and make a difference. So Sky Sport, <laughs> after the match, I, I just find it very ironic. They were questioning Fonseca's use of the two strikers, and I find it ironic because they're always the first ones to ask why he didn't try it. I didn't think that was the right time to use it, personally. I was surprised that he didn't bring on El Shadawi sooner. There were a couple things too. You mentioned Perez. I thought that was a curious decision. I think it, it makes all the sense in the world uh, to keep Spinazzola on that left flank. He's been one of your most important reference points in attack the entire season. So, so as you said, to completely remove him from the attacking action for the first 50 minutes, I think that was a mistake by Fonseca. As far as the defense goes, I think his hands were obviously tied given all of the injuries. How much of yesterday do you put on Fonseca, if if any of it? Well, he did, you know, he, I think that, yes, the, the substitutions came in a bit late, and um, and then you, you obviously, I mean, again, it's to me, the, the one big thing, and that's really because, again, you don't want to put JJ Lupo on there as a starter. That's like the that's the saddest thing you can do in the world. I mean that immediately deflates the whole excitement for a game. And uh, him going immediately to Instagram, to Instagram after and what match. what do you say? What do you say? This is a guy who makes three million a year. You know what he said on Instagram? He said um, when Roma call, uh, you know you you answer. you, you answer. You know what the. 
what were you supposed to do? Like say no? <laughs> From you know, like what was the alternative? Jesus Christ! I mean, the 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 balls on this guy. Um, so to me, you know, it's it's Fonseca's hands were tied in the in the, in the matter of of choosing your starters and uh, the the big mistake was to was to again give in to that pressure of everybody saying okay so can Jekyll play with Borja Mayoral can you play two strikers why are you playing two strikers why is Inter playing with two strikers and you're not playing with two strikers when you have them at your disposal and they both performing there is a reason why there is a reason why this is the Roma doesn't play like Inter they don't play that way um the the Roma team is based on players moving around the pitch freely It's about having a, ref a reference point up front that gives you some extra space that allows players like Mkhitaryan, like Pellegrini, like Vertu to get, get, get through to the goal, to the side of goal centrally, not going sideways and having to cross the ball 10 times and, and see that ball get rejected 10 times. Um, so to me, that's because then what that what that did to to the whole team is you took out the the most essential aspect of this team is the shape you basically changed everything you know you put you you clogged up the 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 the, the attack you had no space you had no tempo everybody was was walking around not really knowing what to do because that changed everything and to me that's you know when you're a manager when you're in a in a position to actually control what happens on the field you don't care what some guy writes in the in the Tuesday newspaper uh, you 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 don't and you shouldn't and you don't care what somebody will ask you after the game you just do your thing and the thing that worked for Roma is they played the way they knew how to play. And against Benevento, as soon as Benevento go down to 10 men, there is that pressure of, we have to score at all costs. And rightfully so. But there are ways to do it. And it made me think of the Genoa game where we were one up and then Genoa score. And Fonseca does what? He takes off Borja Mayoral and, and, and puts in uh, Cristante. And everybody was like, uh, why did he do it? Because that that was his way of playing that, the football. That That's his way to react to that situation. And putting Dzeko in, in, together with Myral, that's not his calling card. That's that's not his move. That's somebody else's move that, that was forced upon him. And he took it personally. And he, he said, okay, let's see what happens. And the problem is that it was a bad time for making experiments awful time do you think though because i saw some people raising this issue as far as the turnover goes do you think he mishandled the last 10 to 14 days because yesterday i have to tell you they looked like they hit a brick wall uh, particularly that last right. half an hour yeah i don't know about you but they look so just exhausted because that's what happens Yeah, that, but but that's what happened. That's 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 why he, Pipo Inzaghi was was celebrating because that's that's exactly what he wanted to do. When you when you give a team like Roma seventy percent possession and you just let them play and you sit back, they that takes a lot a lot out of you. You know, to to have that much possession and not be able to do anything with it. 
and you run around and you try all sorts of things and nothing. And that's not only deflating uh, 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 psychologically, but physically as well, because you really put in a great ton of effort and nothing comes out of it. And um, so I, I, I put on Fonseca the, the Mkhitaryan because Mkhitaryan has been playing far too much to, to a point Way where, um, I mean, against Braga, that second goal doesn't happen without him, you know, and against Braga, that second goal doesn't happen with Vertu. So there is that argument to make. Um, I do, however, uh, admit that I want to see on Thursday guys like uh, uh, Vertu uh, uh, rested, uh, guys like uh, Mkhitaryan rested. It has to, like, Pedro, Carles Perez, or... El Shirawi, they at at some point they have to they have to get into the groove and and start giving these guys a, a bit of breathing time because um because then you you know you wonder oh how come they didn't they they weren't effective against against Milan or Inter or because they put a lot of effort into these games and sometimes it doesn't go your way and against Benevento it definitely did not. No, it did not. So very early sense. We, we have six days to go before the match against Milan. I, I'm not going to say I felt better after having watched how bad that they looked in the derby, but I, I, I don't know because that was almost negated entirely by Roma not being able to grab a victory yesterday. What are you feeling right now, I guess, is what I'm, try- is what I'm trying to get at. That, like, are you confident? You were confident that Roma would perform well but lose against Juve. Right. And What about this one? <laughs> I, for some reason, something tells me that, that we will play well against Milan. I mean, something tells me that, that, you know, I mean, we have our chances. Like, this isn't, you know, we're not going up against this, uh, this uh, you know, Goliath type of team. No. I mean, this is not this is not a super team. This team is vulnerable. Milan have been vulnerable. Um when they're not getting penalties in their favor, um <laughs> they're vulnerable, okay? So um but no, it, it, to be, to be to be frank, we 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 see this this is a team that is starting to to lose that initial consistency and and it's normal. Again, because there are teams built to sustain that tempo of the season. And there are the, those teams like Roma, like Milan, that will struggle. And you can see now, I mean, you can see, uh, is Antonio Conte happy he dropped out of both competitions? Of course, he's ecstatic. This is now now or never. And and he's finally uh, having, getting that out of Inter, the way he wanted them to play all along. Because now they play once a week and it's okay. And and you could see that Milan did not. You could see that Milan actually had to really put put in a, a great deal of work against Red Star. And 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 um and perhaps that's gonna be the case for Thursday. So who knows? I'm just saying that um again, Roma have also have had a lot of luck to not get some yellow cards thrown at them. You know, key yellow cards thrown at them against Benevento. So VR is there. Uh, so that means that you can have Diawara play against uh, uh, Braga for a full 90 minutes. You don't need VR for that. Um, and it's, it's, that's, so that's encouraging. That's at least there is that. And um, again, I'm just saying that this is, you know, I think if, if, if there was ever a right time to play against Milan, this is it. And I think that 
after yesterday's performance, at least I hope so, I hope that the players know that the Milan game is a must-win. There are no excuses this time because it, it wouldn't have been a must-win in the case of a, win, of a win in yesterday's game against Benevento. But now you drop points and you have to make them up very quickly because the thing about this Milan game is, is that if you drop points here, you will end up from being third or you know potentially you know potentially up there right up there to being six okay yes that's that's the danger that's the sort of it's not the end of the world obviously but you put yourself in a very very tight spot with teams that are you know climbing up in the ranks so Atalanta Lazio are all there Napoli uh, 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 so you know having a hard time. Yeah. Um, but again, it's it's you can go from really being up there to to finding yourself in a position where nothing is certain, and that's what is most disappointing about the Benevento game is that having won a Benevento, you could have gone into this Milan game with even aspirations for second place. I think that just by way of dropping points against Benevento, you now force yourself. To win against Milan. And you know what? Maybe we are sitting here seven days from today and we're seeing that as maybe one of those blessings in disguise because Roma defeated Pioli's side and we're, we're, we're celebrating here. We're not even bringing up the record against the big, the, the big sides. So who knows? Uh, just right now, I feel as if my my confidence in this match was completely rocked by what took place yesterday. I thought, to be honest with you, I didn't think they would have any problems, regardless of what Inzaghi said. He said they would have won if, if Gleek had not been sent off. Right. Uh, you know, maybe I was watching a different match, but I can't think of one goal-scoring opportunity that they had that was clear-cut, even right. with 11 men on. Yeah, but I must say... I. I, you know, I said uh, on here before that I expected them to win, but I did not say I had a good feeling going into this game. And it's just because sometimes these game ha games happen. I mean, we uh, over this the course of the season we have grown accustomed to seeing Roma just completely dismantle these teams in the opening 20, 30 minutes. Yes, and for me. When it was the 50th minute, when Gleek went out and we still couldn't find a way to score, for me, that was, I was pretty certain that, that the match would end in, in a draw or, you know, in a disappointing fashion. And it did because it's normal. It's okay. You, like, it happens. Um, you've, I mean, I, I recall Roma having these types of games on a regular basis against smaller sides, not even, you know, I mean, two or three years ago. Um, now we've we've grown past it, but it it will still occur, and the record against these smaller sides is still very impressive. Very, it it happens. It's you know you have to go forward, but again you have to overcome these situations. You have you have to overcome these these the, 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 these drop points by making them up. You know in in, in the bigger games, and and then that becomes a, a, a very very crucial obligation. 
my sense from you is you couldn't care less about Thursday. Is is that a fair yeah. assessment? Yeah. So even if they were to lose, you're not going to message me and say, hey, no. I need to record something because I am so pissed <laughs> off. You're right. That that hasn't happened in, the, in the quite some time, Joe. Come on. I know, <laughs> but but I, I, I just want to get right. this clear because we, we both said it in previous episodes that the league is the priority. If they go through in the Europa League, great. Maybe we start taking it serious by the, I don't know, quarterfinals, whatever. We can debate that later. But I just want to be clear. Should Roma completely and fully implode? There are ways and ways to, to, to you know, to drop out of a competition. And so, I mean, it's uh, obviously it'd be embarrassing to have a team like Braga uh, come to the Olimpico and make a, a you know a historical comeback, um, and I guess would that be historical though? No, I mean what I'm saying is there are ways to do it. I mean the the Spezia game was plain embarrassing in the Coppa Italia. That's I mean that if if you want a recipe for how not to drop out of a competition, that's the game you look at. Okay, so that's I'm just fair. saying if something of that. That, sort. that level yeah. of yeah, exactly. meltdown. Yeah, exactly. Okay. If that takes place, then obviously I'm gonna get pissed. But it, to me, I'm I'm just I'm just, I said it before that this Roma team is not built for handling multiple competitions. And as much as I would like Roma for once to treat this the Europa League seriously or the Coppa Italia seriously, uh, there are there are teams that are far better suited for it. And and Roma is just not one of those teams. They don't have that much quality. When when Ibanez go and goes down and Kumbula goes down and Smalling goes down, you have to call up Fazio and and Juan Jesus out of their vacation. Um, <laughs> when when if if God forbid something happens to to Mkhitaryan or or, or Pedro, uh, you have Carlos Perez uh, filling into one of those roles and. That's that's the that's the worrying part of it is that you're you're dealing with with a very fragile squad. You can see if if you have to force Spinazzola to to play a more restrained kind of football, you lose a weapon going forward. So and 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 the team loses the balance that gives the team its edge over the smaller side. So it's this is a very vulnerable toy. That you can, you know, you can use, um, and you have to use it only when it's, you know, when it's in very good conditions. And with Roma, uh, I think that going into the Europa League and taking it more seriously right now could turn out to be detrimental when it comes to the league. Very quickly, as we end, is it even worth discussing this thing between Pellegrini and Immobile? Oh. Oh my god. How is that even a controversy? It it is it is ridiculous, but again, it's it's and it's mainly driven by by people who have absolutely nothing to do and um, no. and probably <laughs> still live with their mothers uh and well, uh, you well, know, it's it, yes. It's 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 disappointing to see because you know that that gets to a player. You know, it's it's inevitable. We live in an age where everything is 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 you know is seen, is reacted to. So it's not like Pellegrini will just shrug it off. That that gets to you, and it's uh, it's stupid because that has happened in the past. That 
you know, it's 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 quite famous that um, that Totti and uh, I believe Nesta they couldn't apparently they couldn't meet in uh, in in Rome when they were you know national team uh, teammates. Then they you know would they would go on vacation. They would do stuff outside of Rome, but when they were in the same city playing with different colors you basically had to scratch that friendship. That gives you a hint about, you know, what kind of priority because this stuff came up when Roma was doing good, okay? What, what the hell? Why Why do we need extra pressure? Why do we need all that stuff about that? She just shows you how some fans just think of themselves and to them the team is just something to, you know, to... To, to to give them a reason to you know spew their frustration out and um, disappointing to see because again you know uh, this is never healthy and especially for a team like Roma it's it's never it, it's it's needless it's needless it's stupid um, I'm sure that Immobile and Pellegrini you know shrug it off from time to time but at, at the same time it it's inevitable that the multiple articles, the multiple posts, the, the, the stuff, the banners, whatever, I, I, at a certain point they'll see it. And, um, and I'm not sure, you know, how, how much that will, will affect them. For sure. The entire thing is ridiculous, nonsensical and needless. It's the last thing that not only the player, but the club needs at this moment, critical period of the calendar. Again, I, I can't even believe that we're dedicating time to this. Absolutely absurd. So, that is where we are going to end it, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. We will be back later in the week ahead of the match against Milan and after the second leg in the Europa League against Braga. So stay safe, and we will chat with you in a few days. Until then, ciao.